Soft Soap Studios, it's Big Apple Baseball. I'm Luke Lowry, and one sneeze does not make a cat explosion. Alright, stop telling me how to raise my cat. It's not that sick. Uh, it's been sounding pretty explodey to me. Yo, it's not sounding explodey. Totally explodey. Dutchie's just fine. And to my left, he knows baseball, he knows computers, he's not at all qualified to diagnose <laughs> feline ailments, and should just shut his fucking mouth. <laughs> He's Chris Calderon. I'm pretty sure I'm a cat doctor. Are you a cat doctor? Yeah, I'm a cat doctor. Catologist. Yeah? Yep. How would you like it if I came over to your house and diagnosed your cat? Oh! Oh! Yeah? Is there a cat to diagnose? Uh, not anymore. <laughs> oh! Bang! Yeah. That'll show you for, uh, that'll teach you for showing a general interest in the health and well-being of my cat. At least I'm not going to come downstairs and it's going to be fur and blood all over the ceiling and walls. Is that what's A little happen? outline of, like, the furniture somewhere. No, because my cat's actually going to explode. Gonna explode. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like it was stuffed full of TNT by the Taliban. I'll refer you to the uh, to the open. A sneeze does not make a cat explosion. Mm-hmm. We'll see what happens. And to my right, you know him. You apparently cannot tolerate him. Mm. You're conspicuously absent. He's Jeff Morehouse. Uh, wait a minute. Something's missing here. Uh-oh. Where's Jeff? I don't know. What the hell? I don't see him. He's... I thought he was to my right. I mean, I'm looking to your right. I gotta swivel my fancy chair around. I don't know. I see a, uh, I see a chair with a lot of uh, laundry on it. Yeah, well, that's... I mean, that's close to Jeff, right? If I told the overnight sex podcast that uses the Soft Soap Studios before us once, I told them a million times, <laughs> stop leaving your laundry on our chair. Yeah. It's a little gross. I'm, gonna, I'm probably going to have to burn that chair. Yeah, so I or don't just know. let sit ba- Jeff sit back in it later. If we can ever find him. I, I hear he's going to make a surprise appearance later on. Will he, or will this be the first ever Jeffless show? Uh, I'm not sure. Maybe we should, we should just call an audible here and, uh, and give the audience what they really want, and that's a Jeffless show. Oh, that's right, I heard it here first. I mean, I said it. <laughs> <laughs> and I heard it. Heard it's all right, because Jeff will never listen to this. Is that true? I mean, I heard someone someone in the Jeff Yeah, someone uh, in Jeff's world does listen yeah. to it, and they will probably, but Jeff himself, so maybe Jeff will get alerted to it His by, those, by those who listen. Gotcha. But, uh, but he's like one of those like hoity-toity actors that can't watch themselves act. Oh, okay. Like, this is such a craft and an art for Jeff, that, and he pours so much of his heart and soul into it. He's already lived it. He can't He, he can't, can't, he just can't, you know, can't do it. I gotcha. It. Can't do it. Hmm. Well, that's good to know. So you think he's, like, holed up in his trailer somewhere doing a whole lot of, like, uh, blow with fancy hookers? Um, so no. <laughs> no, Chris. I do not think that. Nor does Jeff Morehouse condone those activities. <laughs> nor would we ever implicate or any way tie in those activities and Jeff Morehouse. And honestly, you've done the show a disservice by dragging everybody, including Jeff Morehouse and those closely associated with him, into the mud because of your filthy and perverted mind. I'm pretty sure you owe Jeff an apology, as well, our <laughs> listeners. We're waiting, dear sir. I apologize for nothing. Unfucking believable Yeah. I'm just the worst. Can't we ever lift the man up? All we do is drag him down, drag him down. <laughs> That's what we do. Unbelievable. Big Apple, big Apple Baseball. 
bringing people down. It's a lot of bees. Hurts. Yeah, see, that's what you get. Tongues. Don't. If, don't if you were talking. only more positive in your in your life, maybe you would have a chance of speaking the sentence clearly. Or but if the I devil hadn't been drinking. Well, yeah. Or if you had tried that moonshine. Yeah, I don't think that would have done anything for my speech. Oh, so would have. I mean, it would have done something. Yeah. When you drink moonshine, you speak as eloquently as Ella Fitzgerald on a hot tin roof. <laughs> Alright. <laughs> that a thing? I mean, that's the thing where I come from. Alright. And with that, let's get into our topics. Um, we're not going to talk about a lot, uh, just the two of us actually. We are going to get our good, dear friend Jeff in, possibly, maybe. So hopefully. we say, I don't know. I He's going to call in. On it. Got the special red phone. So we're going to talk a lot of Yankees with him. Well, I think, uh, I don't know, you want to talk that now, or what do you want to do? You want to do some Mets? What would make you happy? By all means, let's stop teasing, let's stop teasing Jeff's genitalia and just throw it to him. Alright, here we go, Jeff. Without any further ado, the elusive, hopefully, hopefully he'll be there, Mm -hmm. the elusive Jeff Morehouse. Wait, are, are, are we live now, or... (laughs) Ah, Jeff Morehouse Welcome to the show that you generally belong on anyway That's true, I actually miss you guys Uh, I'm going to miss the after show, unfortunately Yeah, that's a shame Yep, yep It will miss you too Yeah, just uh, just got out of doing five years in prison, unfortunately Yeah? Jaywalking, you know That's that's a hard rap these days Yeah, it's my fourth offense, so Yeah all right, well, repeat offender. What happened to three strikes and you're out? Right. Or electric chair, I don't know. Well, yeah, so they were going to give it to me. I just escaped, though. Oh, all right. <laughs> Jeff Morehouse on the lam, yep. coming to talk some Yankees. Jailbird Jeff Morehouse. <laughs> all right. Yo, so this is just weird, having you, like, as the call-in? I know. <laughs> it's different. Well, at least I have, like, his picture on Skype just kind of staring at me. Yeah. It's pretty, it's so like, where is that picture from? What's in the background of that picture? That was at your house. Uh, I guess it was over Christmas because we're in my Yankees. Oh, that's my house. Yeah, okay. I'm actually right now lying in my bed shirtless and pantsless. So it's probably... <laughs> I don't know why the hesitation for pantsless. We all know who's coming. And honestly, I'm just surprised you're not in your bathroom. Well, I know. Right? Well, I honestly would have done it, but it's a little echoey. <laughs> all right. Well, thank you. Yeah, yeah. Plus, I'm in the smell, I assume, would just somehow seep through the internet. <laughs> Oh, jeez. Podcasting on the can. All right, let's get into some Yankees stuff. Yep. Fucking everyone's talking about it. Should the Yankees sign Kendrys Morales? So at, fir- at first I was against it, but, I mean, you know, I don't think it's realistic to rely on Teixeira. What be, be my only other option to not signing Kendrys would be to play McCann at first and give no, – He a, can't play a, first. Well, he's going to have to eventually in this contract. and that's I'm sure he oh, can. fine, yes. In the next five years, you'll probably well, see him at first, played, but I don't think you're going to see him at first in the next month. They've played him two games already this season at first. Have they? Yes. Really? Yep. So I'm fine playing him at first and either giving Jay, John Ryan Murphy, because he's too good to be called JR apparently, and uh, or Cervelli, you know, when he comes back. I mean, at least let him try to hit so we could build up his trade value or something. That's what I think we should talk about is the legend that is John Ryan Murphy. I Yo, he's just amazing. made aware of his stats. He's, yeah. uh, he's playing like he's awesome. Got... He should play more. I don't know why he doesn't play more. Well, because we signed McCann and he's a captain. Yeah. Oh, great. But McCann sucks. Like, cut bait. You know, so, sit, him two, sit him two days a week. 
if not three. Huh. Or do you? No, know, you're also you. You can also spin it that you're you're keeping McCann's legs fresh for later on that you don't want to burn them out. So yeah, you sit them, you know, five days every two weeks, three one or week to the next. Or deation. I think that's what they're gonna have to do. But then again, if you sign Kendrys Morales, he's probably gonna DH. Yes. But also, if you sign Kendrys Morales, where do you make room for it on the roster? You have to cut bait with either Kelly Johnson or uh, Alfonso Soriano. I don't see either of those things happening. Well, Maybe Kelly Johnson, but I don't think so. Well, he takes Kelly Johnson's role. No, he doesn't. Okay, he doesn't play third in the occasional second. No, but they didn't intend for Yen Harvest Solarte to be who he is. They can have Brendan Ryan or Scott Sizemore play third. What about Scott Sizemore instead of Kelly Johnson as far as the DFA? He's already on the roster. He has options. Yeah. You can send him oh, down. Wow. So... You can't. That can't be the move. You can't just bring up Kendrick Morales and send down Scott Sizemore. Well, we can't bring up guys when guys can't. Have to oh, that's your answer. You're not going to DFA, you know, Alfonso Soriano oh, when you can send down Scott Sizemore. No, it's just when guys come back from the DL, about the Beltrans, the yeah, the uh, <laughs> Cervales, whoever else is on the DL. Everybody, Pineda. Yeah, easy. well, I mean, still those are the pitchers. Obviously, other pitchers are going to get sent down for them, but yeah. Well, yeah, I guess they are. Well, no, occasionally it's a batter when they go from that eight-man yeah. eight, eight bullpen to seven-man bullpen or vice versa. Probably not staying up, when, but they both get off the DL, you know. So who do you hope they drop? Because I think, I think it so, will cost one of Kelly Johnson or Alfonso Soriano their spot. So i got to say I was dead wrong on my prediction that Kelly Johnson's going to have more home runs than Cano. Yeah, right? Yeah. I remember that. So, you know, I mean, realistically, it'll be Kelly Johnson or Brian Roberts is still playing insanely shitty. I mean, although he's playing better than Kelly Johnson, I guess. Well, you know, the worst among them is Alfonso Soriano. That dude will swing at anything. He, no, he would know, swing at a golf ball. He's at least got like seven home runs and 20-something RBIs. I mean, he's got like 90 total bases, which isn't terrible. Soriano? Yeah. I Are dropped, you sure about that? No, I we dropped, go. I dropped him in the league, so I've, I've been keeping tabs on him. Because he's like, I was either going to pick back up him or Garrett Jones, and I chose Garrett Jones. He just got picked up by Greasy, I think. Uh, good. Good. I picked up Josh Beckett today. Yeah, I just, I just dropped him. He said a pretty good year. Okay, yeah. So he only pitched five innings after the complete game. I mean, I guess that's just wear and tear after a long outing. Yeah, because he played a couple yeah. games. So you're not going to pitch him eight innings the next start. Yeah, I don't know. Ha-ha, <laughs> loose mistakes. Oh, yeah, like, that's a definite mistake because Josh Beckett's just going to be awesome. So instead of him, I kept Dallas Keuchel, and I have Callum McHugh, but I'm down to drop one of them for a streaming position. Um, you know. Yeah, I, I do know those, this, was, this was this week's fantasy uh, talk. This was this yeah, those, those are each fine options, fucking over Beckett. Mm-hmm. Not the guy, not Dallas. Cause just, yeah, just, Dallas Keuchel. Yeah, say his last name. No, <laughs> he's, having a good, he's having a decent season. I don't think he's going to keep it up, though, throughout the year. Which Becking... That's still a terrible name. Right? Eichel? Eichel, yeah. Definitely sounds like a Houston Astro. Oh, it sounds like an anti-Semitic For fucking sure. slur. Speaking of... Sounds, it sounds like, it sounds like I'm of, saying an anti-Semitic slur and then getting a hiccup. Or an anti-Semitic uh, vaginal strengthening exercise. That's right. A Keichel. Eagle? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Be, or, or just any kind of feminine product. That'd be a good t-shirt. Although I don't think we can wear it, but <laughs> when you're feeling dry, Keichel. So real quick, speaking to the Astros, what do we think about them uh, bringing up this fucking guy? 
Yeah, well, hold on, no, I just don't know what he said. What's his name, Jeff? <laughs> uh, it begins with a B. Yeah, it begins with a B, does it? <laughs> well, the last name, I think. Oh, really? It's not, it's, it's not, uh, the, his initials aren't J.S.? Yeah, they are. Something Simmons? Nope. Nope. <laughs> uh, get there. Uh, yeah, we're we're going to wait for you. Yep. Yeah, I was reading about it today, and I have to go on my phone. So his name is Jonathan Singleton, not not too hard to pronounce? That's right, yeah, Singleton. I was close with Simmons. Means African princess. So yeah, he j- he just got a uh, got a five year deal right before he got called up. Yeah, ten million with three years after that for club options at ten million a year. And what did his uh, teammates think of that? They were not impressed, which and I think they shouldn't be. It's crazy. It's like, hey, you know, he's locked himself up though for his future. He's going to be financially secure. Well, yeah, it makes sense to do that. But let's just say he's Mike Trout, which he probably won't be. He doesn't get to hit free agency until he's thirty. And although Mike Trout did a similar thing with the Dodgers, he obviously got paid a lot more money, and he waited until he the had... Dodgers, eh? Uh, Angels. And he, yeah. and, he, and he waited until he had a ridiculous, you know, rookie season also. Mm-hmm. Honestly, that is the sole reason. Rewind to, like, 12 years ago, why Anaheim had the name changed to the Los Angeles Angels Anaheim. Well, so eventually, uh, some guy on a podcast will misrepresent the Angels for the Dodgers for no other reason than the recent tie-in between the two L.A.s. Yep. Whereas if they were still the Anaheim Angels, you would have never made that mistake. Of course, yeah. Mm-hmm. Although I don't okay. think they did. I don't, You're successful. Well, Marty so Moreno, I, your dreams come true. Well, but so it's the reverse thing that they'd want because they'd want me to be calling the Dodgers the Angels instead I called them the Dodgers. Well, yeah. Either way, they're happy. Any kind of cross representation, cross reactivity with the Dodgers, they're happy about. Yeah, I guess. They don't have much going oh, yeah, on. Yeah, they, they want to cling on to the brand that is the Dodgers. Who the fuck are the Angels? They got, they got, they, they have, like, vermin jump around, and it's a thing. <laughs> what? Rally. I mean, it's not vermin, technically, but any kind of, like, a little furry thing, I would consider vermin. The rally monkey? Oh, it, I don't think a monkey is a vermin. Eh. It's a primate. Luke's thinking of the word marmot, but it's not a marmot either. <laughs> well, it's definitely what? a marmot. A marmot's any like little stupid thing that you use like yeah, little and furry. Marmot's like a. I don't think so. I think a marmot's a marmot. Well, is it? Is there an actual thing called a marmot? Yeah, Chris, we don't need actual facts here. You don't have to Google marmot right now. I do. Chris, Google it. I, I believe me, I'm googling. I just don't know how to fucking spell it. Well, yeah, yeah. Who, who knows how to spell marmot? Anyway, so uh, what? We, so what? I mean, is the contract going to be a bust? Is it going to be a fair deal? Is it going to be? Uh, well, yeah, so it's interesting. So he so he signed that contract. Essentially, what it says to me is that he doesn't. He's not betting on himself. Like he he doesn't like his own chances of going oh, out there. Guaranteed, guaranteed it. Like, right, but so you so you take what Gregory Polanco did. Gregory Polanco got offered like double that on Pittsburgh, and he was like, "Nah, I'm going to bet on myself. I'm going to go out. I'm going to get a crazy good contract, two hundred million, something that you know." Make, we'll make this look like pennies. Sure. And I think it's just interesting. I'm not saying that there's a right way or a wrong way, but I just think it's interesting when now these days that minor leaguers get offered big contracts, this used to never happen, the yeah. players now have a decision. Do I bet on myself? Do I bet on my injury risk? Or do I not? And Chris has an answer about marmots. Yep, marmots, they look like a fucking like, crossbreed between a squirrel and a beaver, kind of. You see what I'm really saying? Really to a beaver. Yeah, it is close to a beaver. Like I don't have the, the, the beaver tail. At least I don't think. And that's the picture. The baseball definition of the week. Marmot. <laughs> Look at that little face. It's a chubby motherfucker. It's adorable. Oh, it does kind of have a tail. Yeah, it's a fucking beaver. Yeah. It's a Therefore, beaver, it might as well be a monkey. <laughs> it might as well. 
Um, so do we think that, well, so the Yankees did this in 1998 with Drew Henson, gave him a million dollars to sign out of college, never played one day in the majors. Although he ended up signing with the Rangers. So I don't know if he ever played for the Rangers. I don't think he did. Who are we talking about? Drew Henson. Marmots. Oh, former yeah. college Michigan starting quarterback behind, no, Brady was behind him, I think. Yeah, I agree. He, I, I always have thought of him as the marmot of the backup quarterback minor league baseball. Yeah, you know, there's no N. Yep. And marm, it's marmot. M A R M O T. Marmot. Marmot. The guy who uh, runs Night Watch or or Sanjora. That's Mormont. <laughs> I know. I know. That there is an N. Yep. <laughs> I was gonna say something about Game of Thrones, but I won't. Yeah. yeah thank exactly. you. Yep. Did you know that uh, Derek Jeter wants to own a team? I did. What do you think about that? You think he's going to be a piece of the Yanks? I can so what? I can see him getting a piece, a little piece. So he's going to be one of these Jay Z like one sixteenth owners. Mm, I think like ten percent. I don't know. I mean, does, yeah. does he have a hundred million to throw in? I, I don't know. That's that's a hell of a lot less than ten percent. No, I know, but. You know, fine. We'll say a hundred million for what? Seven percent or something? Six percent? Well, if the Clippers are worth fine. two billion dollars, the Clippers think... should be worth what? A Yankees. third of the Yankees. Yankees should so be that, that uh, value's at roughly six billion, yeah. which means a third. I was ten percent of that. Means... The Yankees were more like two to three more than the Clippers, so huh. four to five. Yeah, they're worth I more than that. I don't. Yo, the don't, Clippers don't hang don't... your hat on six and then tell me five's not in the ballpark. Well, I don't think five is in the ballpark because the Yankees own a fucking ballpark. Yeah. Well, the so, Clippers don't own the fucking uh, Staples Center. So the Clippers were valued in January at $800 million. That's the crazy thing. Like, Ford well, valued the team at $800 million and somehow they sold for almost triple that. So if the, the, Yankees, are valued at, if the Yankees are valued at, like, 1.8 and just complete... I've heard, like, 2.1. Yeah, so, like, so why not triple that? I mean, I, yeah. I somewhat agree. But, yes, it's in the ballpark, 5 or 6.5 or 7, yes. Yeah. Um, well, so the Yankees, I don't... The Yankees would be smart to let Jeter buy a decent amount that he wants for maybe under market price just to keep him and the in the brand. You know, he'd be a good face for ownership, I feel like, a good ambassador for the team. But I think Jeter's the kind of person who's going to want to pull almost like a Magic Johnson and be the head of, like, a group of people that buys a team and then be, you know, if not the primary owner at least the managing partner in where he's the one pulling the strings. The only reason why I'm not sure that's going to happen is because I don't see Jeter buying into any real market besides New York. Tampa. Tampa, yeah, he lives in Tampa. The team definitely will be for sale. I mean, that's for sure. Mm-hmm. Fine, you want to Tampa. It just doesn't seem quite limelight-y enough for Jeter. I don't think Jeter craves the limelight like that, though. He stayed in his house and to literally run the team. I don't yeah. Think no, but you're talking about a guy that, like, loves the New York life. You're going to tell me that he's just going to go live in, like, Tampa forever? Well, so like, I, I think he would rather be in New York or L.A. than Tampa. Yeah. Sure. But, um, would you? But that's not – it's not – you can't buy a team in those places. Those teams aren't for sale. It's going to be part of the Mets. Oh, my God. Imagine. Would yes. you like that, Luke? You would, you would like that, I assume? Any, anybody but the Wilpons, or would Jeter being the owner of the Mets be like... Yeah, no, I don't want that. It would only... I don't okay. want any part of that. Why not? Because I don't want your Yankee stink on me. <laughs> yep. Even if it would make the Mets better. It wouldn't, though. There, there's no tangible uh, connection. Because you can't be well, worse than the Wilpons. That's a, that's he wouldn't be in debt to Bernie Madoff people. Yeah, yeah, exactly. He'd be in debt to the fucking hooker of Tuesday night. 
He does a pretty good job covering those up, I think. Yeah, yeah you know why? Because he frequently finds back, uh, back-end deals where they are getting, like, you know, 1% in perpetuity. I think it's just a really good gift basket. I mean, they're probably worth, like, 60 grand for all that shit, you figure. Yeah, he doesn't fuck around. Star cheater. Yeah. You better get a good gift bag. Sign bats, balls, I assume, fucking... Right, jersey. Cab fare. Right. Scented candles. Uh, mm-hmm. Sign copy of him saying yeah, jeets. <laughs> uh, so, what are the Yankee topics we have to discuss today? D. Rob blows a save, and people are going crazy. Yeah. Are you going crazy? Well, so I was definitely angry watching that game, but it's just a game, you know. Mm-hmm. I don't. Pr- I just rather have him give up the seven runs than like you know we lose by one run, and I'm like extra angry because then I go over everything that went wrong in the game, you know, and nitpick it. Seven runs, though, is pretty epic. I'll give you the point about four to one or something, but seven is like a whole nother level. It's an epic meltdown. Like, Would seven's you, memorable, seven's noteworthy. We say it's Farnsworth-esque? Uh, no, I don't think fucking Farnsworth on his worst day was ever that bad. I'm sure he was. Well, yes, but not on his worst day with the Mets, that's for darn tootin'. Well, they won't have any more of those because he's issued a fucking uh, series of death threats. I think there's <laughs> yeah, we'll videotapes on the internet of him in a hood making uh, threats in what these, whatever language. What are these more produce? lies? Just just like these freaking David Murphy lies you're going to tell later? Oh, oh I Dan- almost forgot Dan- about Dan- that. Daniel Thank Murphy. you. Yes, Daniel Murphy. Yeah. Jeff, you're going to like this. Did you know that uh, yeah, he's so a communist? It's not true, Jeff. Don't believe him. That he's what? Total, he's a communist. I uh, believe it. Part of the Red yeah, Terror. Except it's just some nonsense that Chris likes to freaking make up. Nope. Certifiable communist. Yep. Uh, goes to Marxist rallies. Oh, my God. Yeah, it's pretty bad. Yep. So is he donating all his money to the proletariat? Or is he <laughs> one of those, like, under-the-radar commies who can talk to the game and just goes home and eats? No, he does speeches, uh, apparently, for the Working Families Party. Yep, that's where this came from. <laughs> fucking the headline that David Murphy... Did I call him David again? Dan, yes, Daniel did. Murphy will be speaking at the White House uh, about I working know. families. Yes, Somehow I set off a fucking trigger in Chris about communism that I <laughs> haven't been able to shut up about since. Hey, fucking you and your Trotskyist players. That's true. I'm going to call... Uh, what the hell is his name? Uh, Joseph, Joseph McCarthy. I'm going to dig... Yeah. Reanimate him, you know, steampunk zombie style. And just, like, let him loose at City Field with some sort of machete. Franken McCarthy? Yeah, exactly. I'm going to need an Abby normal brain. <laughs> Luke's just uh, eating. <laughs> you, you, you could probably tell he, he definitely just face-bombed. Oh, yeah, absolutely. As soon as you just chugging him. You just face-bombed? Oh, I just face-bombed. Yeah. Is that when you put your face in your palm? Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> no, it's something else. <laughs> I don't know, maybe it was when you put your palm in your face. Uh-huh. Uh, Could you do that? That's not different. Could yeah. you do that? Yeah. yeah. All right, do it. Put my palm in my face? Your palm in your face. Yeah, no, that's your palm on your face. I'll put it in my face. Uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> we're going to get that, folks. We're going to have it up on Instagram and on the website and on Twitter. Luke will get his whole palm in his face. Uh, he said he could do it. You're not a liar, are you? Oh, well, I think that's already been proven. Yeah, so Chris refused to drink moonshine today. <laughs> do you blame me? Yes, I do. Well, it's, it's not as bad. It's it's, it's somewhat drinkable, I and mean, you should definitely ferment it with something to make it very drinkable. But I mean, it's not great. But it's you know, I drink it. I'm not gonna lie. 
Why don't you just drop a fucking cherry in a thing of fucking paint thinner? It's the same thing. No, this is better. Can we? You, you that, need to try it. Table? Yeah, it's a thing. <laughs> do it. Do it, yeah. Go and, go and drink. You people like moonshine. <laughs> it's fucking rubbing alcohol. Mm. Oh, it's like a fine wine. A fine, <laughs> of rubbing alcohol. fine Georgian wine. <laughs> Tennessean wine, I think. Actually. <laughs> how, many, how many teeth do you think the person that made it had? Luke? So there's no telling. I'm not going to vouch for the amount of teeth the person did or didn't have. Was it was it the appropriate? What is it? Twenty six teeth. So I'll go a third of that. I'll go eight, eight and a half. So over Actually, under. much to your guys' surprise, he went the other way. He had about forty two teeth. Shoot on him like a fucking wad of tobacco. <laughs> There's nothing but doubles. <laughs> like a shark, two rows. Wow. Do you have, like, a tooth dip cup? Mm. Spitting teeth? You know he did. Mm. Speaking of spitting teeth, I saw somebody spit teeth on Sunday. Yeah, he did. Oh, boy. Pretty epic. Pretty epic. Oh, my God, you guys. You guys are fucking such <laughs> bullshit with your spoilers. This is Yo, a stop. Stop. look pretty good at the end, though, right? Yeah, yeah it, it worked right, out. Real quick, before we let you go, the one Mets topic we got to talk about. Do you want to take a guess on how many uh, cheesesteaks the Mets consumed in their five-game series in Philadelphia? Do you want me to guess? Or? Sure. So I'm going to guess, even though I know the answer, I would have guessed my initial thought. And so it's with a team of 25 players plus 10 coaches. So it's 35. I would have guessed about 70 to 80. So contrary to your belief, you don't need to cue the audience in on every little thing that you do or don't know, and you can just play along like you didn't know, and we could have a little game. Like These things do happen in well, so the world. I gave, I gave you my honest guess. 75. Oh, fine, but you could have done it without the qualifying of, oh, oh I already know the answer. And I would be a liar. Yes, yes. to nobody but you. <laughs> and, maybe, and maybe the spies listening to this. That's show. where he draws the line about lying? <laughs> to myself. I mean, and it trademarked fucking the Jeff promise? Yep. <laughs> How many people are uh, out there looking for your fucking seven-line shirts? Oh, my God, I assume... Well... So, it, just in case you aren't, any listener of the show is guaranteed a free seven months. <laughs> uh, text or call Darren Meenan. Maybe next week, depending on how drunk I get, I'll give out his number on the air. Possibly his wedding date. We'll see. <laughs> nice. I can't. So, I'm definitely going to run into him this summer. I'm, I'm very interested to see if people have actually called him up. Not called him, but, you know. I hope so. He's going to come to you then. Uh, like you son of a bitch. He has my phone number. Like I figure, I figure it was such a big deal. You know, I'd be getting some threatening messages or something, hmm. or like a bunch of smelly guys from Queens would like show up on my doorstep or something. Probably trying to blow me, but you know, that is what we call Wednesday. <laughs> smelly guys from Queens come to your house on Wednesday to blow you. Well, try to blow me. I have to fight them off. You know. Oh, okay. They seek They're very persistent. Well, they seek the treasure in the uh, RM or the rape mattress for the uninitiated. So they want the secret location, but I will not give it to them. Good. Good. Yeah. All right, I think we have one more thing we need to discuss. It's the topic you wanted to bring to the show. Oh, yeah. So, how, so how, how, everybody how, knows, though, that the Mets ate 103 cheesesteaks. Is that, is that known? <laughs> Did that get out there? Yeah, it's a okay. thing. Is it? You didn't, you didn't, mm-hmm. Just now? So, Our audience knows? It's not, you, you didn't break it. I, well, I know I didn't break it, but I broke it to, like, you know, our listeners that don't. We're Listen to other cheesesteak news. They was, only get their cheesesteak from us. Was it did one you less, tweet it? Or was it all of them? I did. So don't you assume that our listeners read our Twitter? Maybe. 
They should, to stay informed. They should be listening to our Twitter, our podcasts, and rating and reviewing us, right? Rate and review. That's right. Get those out there. That's right. Tell your friends. Tell your enemies. Yeah, especially your enemies. We want your enemies. And Jeff, I'm pretty sure you shouldn't have brought up your Wednesdays with dudes if you didn't want to get in trouble this week from uh, our listeners that like to listen and punish you. (laughs) All of those. Every listener. There's a lot of those. Yeah, a lot. Uh, Most of whips. Good times. And leather. Mm. Change. That is Jeff not engaging, if anybody <laughs> would like to know. That is him saying, next, please. So we will we will acquiesce, and we will go to the next, which so was... Is that Friday or Saturday night the beef went down? I think Saturday? Benoit Balls? Mm-hmm. What? Uh, Benoit Balls. What's We're, Friday night? The, with the night, Price at Ortiz. I don't know if... The Red Sox uh, raised altercation was fr- this Friday or Saturday, but either way, a good uh, a good fallout from it. I thought, although very unfair, uh, disciplinary and disciplinate yeah. dis- disciplination. Apparently, it means yeah, nothing. Disciplination. Bench. <laughs> it's, it's, it's when you explain a discipline to somebody, disciplination. Uh, he cracks himself up, ladies and gentlemen. Yeah, I, I do have a uh, very extensive vocabulary. Yeah, that's one word for it. So Price got nothing, and I forget the stupid Red Sox uh, starting pitcher, Weatherman or something. Who? Workman? Uh, work- uh, workman. Yeah, he got six games. So one start. Yeah. But Price getting nothing, who is a history of throwing at the Red Sox. And he hit two people, including yes. one person after the warning. Exactly. Yeah, Which shows it's it's totally ineffectual. The umpires do nothing. Well, So I don't get why he hit the second guy either. Like... Just to prove an extra point? Like, it is extra Just to be a dick. Well, no, I get that, but, like... Do you, think, I mean, do you need much more of a reason? Well, you're asking for Longoria to get drilled in the head, basically. And he'll deserve it. Yeah, well, when they, he tried, we threw behind him, you know. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, that's crazy. Freaking the Red Sox went through four coaches. Oh, my God, yeah, that was all. That's actually what I was meant to bring up, and I forgot. Like, the third base coach, I think... Did, was he the last one, or he got thrown out, and then it was no, like... He got, yeah, he got thrown out. I forget where the last one came from. I want to say Bull, bull, Bullpen coach, I think, was the last guy standing. I guess. Bullpen coach, wow. Yeah. Is that the hitting coach? No, I think he was second to get thrown out. What's the order? How's it go? Wait, I think you can choose it. You can? I think. Okay. When you get thrown out, you can be like, oh, I want him coaching. I mean, it always goes like bench coach, and then who? First base, third base, you'd figure. Yeah, because I, no, I think you want to keep your hitting and pitching coaches so that they can't get thrown out. Maybe. I don't know. Uh, I don't know. Does it eventually go to a player? That would be interesting. I wonder if it's forced to player magic. Imagine like Ortiz just like telling everybody to charge the mound. <laughs> well, like or he, if they were actually forced to player imagine, which is some uh, combo of imagine and player <laughs> that Chris just came up with. Yep. Use your player imagination. <laughs> Words are hard. Come on now. Yeah, it's like it's a fight. You know, to save time. And I wouldn't be doing my job if I didn't point it out 35 seconds after when it's already yep. passed. Yep. <laughs> All right, so uh, that was good. We got off to a, a rocky start, but I think we, we got our footing there, and we uh, we did it. We did an interview with Jeff. We found him. Mm-hmm. Lost in the woods. We squinted hard, and we, and we heard me. <laughs> we, heard, <laughs> we heard me good. All right, my friend. So, so let me Pleasure you. having you. Uh, we hope to have you on again soon sometime. <laughs> See if you can yeah. fit this into your schedule. Shout yeah. out to, maybe, maybe get you in. Shout out to Matty G. Maddie oh, Good. my God. I totally forgot to tell you before this week. Stop doing that. Uh, we have to have an off-air conversation about why you should stop doing that. All the listeners, 
all our true fans, all the uh, guys waiting for your seven line shirts, keep uh, harassing them. You know, <laughs> something will happen. <laughs> you know, one way or another. All right. All right. <laughs> uh, double all right. <laughs> follow, follow me on uh, Twitter, just not here, man. I'm actually gonna get a new phone this week, so there'll be a lot more tweets coming in. Oh. Watch Shit. out! Watch out! Also, though, I have been saying I was going to get a new phone for the past four years. So Yeah, so 0% chance you're getting it? Well, no, if I just got to make, I just got to save money, you know? Oh, yeah. okay, yeah, we're just waiting for that, yep. <laughs> <laughs> World runs out of alcohol, then I'll be able to save money. I think it's that simple. There you go. Uh, it'll probably happen soon. And on yeah. that note. I can't imagine it won't. All, all right, right, well. Until, until next week when we're all in the studio together. I yeah. bet you Alvita Zane, motherfucker. Finish up strong and uh, make sure you get that thing from Ron, Wa- Ron Washington he owes us. Oh, yeah. We will get that that thing. Oh, we will. <laughs> the thing is crack. Yeah. All right, guys. I'll see you next. T- uh, I don't know if I'll actually be able to do it next Tuesday, but we'll talk about this off the air. So. Oh, yeah. No, let's, why don't we do it on the air? That's such a good oh, idea. Get, get your secretary to call us. It's yeah. okay. Yes. We'll, we'll set up. Uh, I'll, I'll call our... Uh, I'll call our... Pre- All booking. <laughs> All right, well, uh, enjoy the rest of the show, and I am out. Peace. And if I fall back down, I'll pick you back up again. Nope, not yet. Not yet. You're in the middle of the show right now. I know. (laughs) So somebody should hang up. I'm not quite sure how to do it. All right, well, that was certainly one humdinger of an interview. (laughs) You were more enthusiast the first time. Enthusiastic. Wow. Words. They are hard. They are. We try to do them, but they don't come out right a lot of the time. I learned something. Mostly about yeah, marmots. You know, you, Chris, Chris learned two things today. Well, actually, I don't, know, I don't know if I want to give them up, because I sort of want to hold on to one of them for the open in the future. Uh-oh. But I think it's now late enough in the show that I can get away with saying it, and then also use it in the open. Mm-hmm. So, Chris's mind was blown when he realized that the fur on his toe actually came from his first name, because he is Chris Tofer. Badam! Bang! Successful, most successful name joke ever. Flag planted. Chris Tofer. Get some. So the audience can't tell you're doing that weird smile look again? <laughs> I wasn't giving you a weird smile. Sorry, right, I'm just going to cut it to make that, that awkward pause even longer. Oh, good. It's the perks of being the editor, and the producer, other thing or whatever learned, the fuck I, talk, I call myself. The other thing you learned was the priceless phrase, Hey, I don't come to your job and knock the dick out of your mouth. <laughs> no, the only thing I learned about today was marmots. Marmots? Marmots. We didn't learn about Not marmots? Not marmons, or whatever the fuck you were calling yeah, them. Yeah, marmots. Marmots. Yeah. Is, is it a hamster? No, it's a mar-flavored mint. Okay, at least we got that down. So, we got a little Mets to talk uh, to talk about still, right? Because clearly Jeff does not want to talk Mets. I believe we do, my good sir. Alright, so you want to talk about cheesesteaks again? Are you proud of your team for eating all those cheesesteaks? Are you, are you a little ashamed? Uh, no, I'm proud. Yeah, okay. Yeah, yeah I, like, so they reached the 100 mark? Mm-hmm. And they're like, oh, I got three more in me. Now, who do you think said, who, who's like, I got the three more once the, they hit 100? I think, like, the bullpen catcher? I think Dave Racanella, he went there last year, mm-hmm. and in a three-game set, him alone ate something like 27 cheesesteaks. So he's a fat motherfucker. I mean, he's a bullpen eh, catcher. Well, yeah. That's I mean, a great job, by the way. Well, it's hard on the knees. It's what? Hard on the knees. Well, there's a lot of jobs that are hard on the knees that are worse than that. Well, yes, most certainly. But bullpen catcher, what can a bullpen catcher possibly get paid? 
I wonder if you're on the pension. What does that mean? You're on baseball pension. You get money so for the rest of your life. You get whatever everybody else gets? Yeah, I think so. Or maybe a coach's thing. I don't know. It's, it's. I'm sure it's a good job. Eh. Better than what you're doing. Killing dogs. Yeah. These dogs, they come to me. They're like... They're pre-dead. They're like, Luke, do me a favor. Kill me. Uh, they, they call me Dr. Death. <laughs> they call me Jack, Jackie K. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So I do the right thing. I do the ethical thing, which is take him out back and slam him against the wall in a black plastic bag. <laughs> oh at least God. you don't hang him by trees 28 at a time or whatever it was. Oh, uh, you notice that they never caught the guy. Yeah. There it is, live on air. Uh-oh. It's me. Oh, God. All right, so uh, did the cheesesteaks power the Mets to winning uh, four out of five? So the Mets won four out of five. Bang, what? Do you think they're going to have terrible, terrible, terrible cheesesteak shits? Uh, I mean, do you feel sorry for the City Field Clubhouse toilets right now? Well, I always feel sorry <laughs> for any toilet. I think it's a bad life to be a toilet. <laughs> I wouldn't wish it upon mm, 50% of my enemies. Okay. Um, you know. So, no, I don't feel good for the, for the toilets. Mm-hmm. I never feel good for the toilets. Um, most interestingly in the Mets world is the little-known fact... The Mets are always making history. Whatever yep. they do, they make history. Okay. They get out of bed, they freaking shit gold, they make history. Yeah, I don't we're think just, they shit gold because then they wouldn't have money problems. No, we're, we're the golden team. I, I would think they maybe Nobody's shit magnesium, it lands in the toilet and blows up and kills them. Curtis, That's a Mets thing. Curtis Look Manchin at me doing currently science. wears number three in New York and therefore is better than Babe Ruth. Yeah, the, you, explain your logic to this for the people so that they can think you are fucking insane. <laughs> well, anybody who wears number three most recently is the best uh, number three ever. So if I were to give my future nephew the number three to wear for his little little league game, no, you have he's, to do he's it better for than prof- You have to do it for a professional New York baseball team. I see. But most importantly, so let's beyond, look up beyond all that. No, please don't. I have to look up the history of Mets players that have now worn number three. Oh my God! So we expect our audience to get when we're joking, yet you don't. No, no, I don't. So the best piece of Mets history news that has come out lately is that the Mets are the first team in Major League Baseball history to have three players whose last names begin with a lowercase letter. Would you like to hear the list of players that have oh recently God, been would better you like than to Babe Ruth? Undercut my great stat? Nope, because there there are there are forty eight players that are better than Babe Ruth on yes, the Mets. I agree. Curtis Granderson. Yep. Omar Quintanilla. Yep. Josh Satin. Yep. Uh, Vance Wilson. Mm-hmm. Sure, are some good ones. Rafael Santana. Yep. Mike Cubbage. Yep. Uh, Bud Harrelson. Wow, he wore it for a long time. What the time. fuck Babe Ruth ever do? Uh, Billy Cohen, Tim Harkness, Gus Bell, Ed Bucci. That's yeah, a, tell that's him a to screw man. another Baltimore prostitute, will you? I'm sure he's in heaven screwing prostitutes as we speak. Or in hell screwing prostitutes. Doesn't, the important thing is the man is screwing prostitutes. So now will you like to recite my good stat that you undercut? Nope. Because I wasn't it. paying attention. Oh, oh. You know it. Yes. Mets are the first team... Ever to have three players that have a lowercase letter to start their name. Call these the, uh, the lowercase Mets. That's right. Fucking Dan Decker, DeGrom, and Darno. Mm-hmm. Darno, you didn't. Now, Dan Decker just looks stupid on his jersey. Dan Decker done done a... Dan Decker done don't look good. So this I mean, is it looks now... silly on his jersey. I mean, it looks great. It does not look... So you're just a shameless Met fan. That's a new drop of makeup. Shameless Met fan. And see, the internet doesn't even have pictures of his name on his jersey. 
Because they're like, why would anyone want to see this? It looks retarded. Oh, here we go, but it's all in uppercase. Ah, bang. You lose, my friend, you lose. No, the Mets lose. You lose, good sir, you lose. You should get some fucking big boy letters like everyone else. Bad news for the Mets. Ligaris on the DL. So what was once a... Miss Universe contestant from the Netherlands? See, I told you she was Netherlandic. Um, what was once a very crowded outfield has now quickly evaporated with both Eric Young Jr. and Juan Lagares on the DL. Did they actually evaporate? Is that a medical condition? They did. They evaporated and then they turned hot. into rain and they rained on Bobby Breu and now Bobby Breu is now playing with the water spirit of Eric Young Jr. and Juan Lagares in his pores. That's amazing. Yeah. Oh, it's pretty cool. So the Mets are shamans or something or druids? Yeah, both. Both? Yep. Shaman and Druid, huh? Yep. Wow. Yep. Nice. That's that's a good thing. I mean, that probably means that witches, though, we should probably burn them at the stake. Uh, or no. build a bridge out of them? No. A church? So, like, I was good for vamping, like, before. Like, I don't want to do it no more. No? No, you're done playing? <laughs> yeah. No more fun? No. So you're saying it's time to tell the, the good folks that they need to rate and review us on iTunes and Stitcher, because that's where they can find us. Please do. Yep. And to follow us at Big A Baseball on Twitter and Big Apple Baseball on Instagram. And to always send us your emails. We love getting them. Uh, podcast at BigABaseball.com. Don't forget to check out the blog. We're trying to update that a little more. You got your personal Twitter you'd like to, to whore out? You do a little Luke Podwalker. I believe Jeff gave his in uh, the end of his interview mm-hmm. when he also erroneously tried to sync up um, I'm going to fall back down, which maybe I just did sync it up with nope. my... No, I didn't. Nope. We got long enough. Yeah, probably. I think it might be playing. I don't know about I that. Think we'll I see what happens. I sound of rancid. I don't think you do because I put it in in post. So again, you're a liar. Liar or liar! Why do you and Jeff always have to constantly point out when I'm being a liar? I don't know. It's good for the show. Because we're honest people. We're good, honest people. Yeah. And the important thing is now I didn't sync up your fucking rancid. So I think we can end, right? Unless there's anything else we can leave now. I think so. Alright All right, then. Thanks for listening. Catch you next week. Watch your baseball. Big Apple Baseball. Away! That was a weird one. It was a weird one. Don't worry about me. I'm gonna make it alright. Got my enemies caught field in my side. I think I'll be a situation. Gonna make it right. In the shadow of the darkness, I stand in the light. See, it's our style. We keep it true. I had a bad year. I'm going through. I've been knocked out. Detail black and blue. She's not the one coming back for you. She's not the one coming back for you. If I fall back down, you're gonna help me back up again. If I fall back down, you're gonna be my friend. If I fall back down, you're gonna help me back up again. If I fall back down, you're gonna be my friend. So we'll do a little three, two. Are we we're going live? <laughs> well, that's all we needed. That's our interview with Jeff Morehouse, folks. <laughs>